podcast for the quiet rebels who are changing the world from the inside out and the inspiring starseeds who usher our earth into a new paradigm. This is for those who, at times, feel like strangers to this world, yet who know that they are here to co-create the new timelines of Gaia. A very warm welcome to this episode of The Weaver's Musings. I'm your host, I'm Clara, and I am an alchemist, a paradigm shifter, a mystical creator, and an intuitive guide for those who really want to live and embrace their otherness. So today's episode is about unfiltering soul and surrendering to the unknown. Now, let me briefly take you through what I'll be talking about in this episode today. First of all, I'll be talking about what unfiltering soul actually means and what filtering soul, the opposite, means as well. Then I'm going to go into why we actually do this and how we can get out of it and move towards unfiltering ourselves and surrendering to the unknown of who we really are. So let's start. Unfiltering soul. What does that even mean? So to me, it means following my dream of being me unconditionally. It means to find the sense of true soul expression. To not lie about anything anymore, but instead to have every action, every word I speak, everything I do become a full expression of the truth of my soul. Now, I feel like this sounds like a quite big and ambitious dream, I guess. Like something really, really huge. And also, it can sound a bit pretentious, I guess. But I think for many of us who have this dream, it is really like this intense longing within ourselves to just be to be ourselves and to share who we are with the world to an extent that goes beyond just, you know, sharing a few beliefs or sharing a few of our truths, our opinions, but instead really opening our hearts so much that the energy of who we are just, yeah, like seeps out into the world completely unfiltered. So that our soul can really dive into expressing itself and living its beauty to the fullest. So maybe you're like me and you also feel that calling in your bones that there is a mission for you to tend to here. And that there is such a wisdom deep within your core that is sort of lying there waiting for you to discover it waiting for you to bring it to the surface and yeah to do something amazing with it to pull it into the 3d world and to bring it to life so the question is how can we get there right and from my perspective i think it is so much about unwinding those conditionings that we've had throughout our lives it's like detaching from all the expectations that we hold of ourselves 
let others hold of ourselves and to really free ourselves from all the limitations that have been put on us and that we also put on ourselves. And an important aspect for me is to not just do that from this life, but also from our past lives. So I believe with all my heart that soul, our souls have lived more than one lifetime on earth. And I for myself know that I as a soul have lived many, many lifetimes here on earth. So while that means that I think there is an awful lot of wisdom to uncover, it also means that I carry a ton of crap to clear. Because the memory of soul extends across all of these different lifetimes that we have had. And the memory of soul and the knowing that a truthfulness to self exists is like a wake-up call to begin clearing up our path, which essentially is unfiltering soul. Now, let's look at how this filtering presents itself. How do we know when we filter soul? And for me personally, I can sense that words come out of my mouth that are not a 100% match of how I can sense the frequency of my soul. And maybe you know that feeling too, or like maybe you want to express something, want to put something out there, be it in a conversation or maybe on social media or in your business or whatever it may be. And you just kind of get this niggling feeling that even though you try so hard, what comes out is just not 100% it. So I've got like one example that you might resonate with, um, which is from posting on social media. And it's this feeling of almost posting from Soul Truth, but with an added distraction and an added conditioning in. So I feel like so many times I have written a post, which at its core is sort of coming from this Soul Truth of mine. But as I was writing it, I was sort of writing it from this knowing and from this perspective that people were going to read it who might not 100% resonate with it. And particularly when it comes to family and friends who are following me on social media, who I know might not be so much into the stuff I'm into and who might not resonate very much with this kind of woo-woo spiritual world and for them I would even though I like consciously decided not to do that I would still filter and I would still sort of put a layer on everything I was writing almost like toning the volume down a bit because I felt I was going to be too much too crazy too weird 
all of those things if I really put my unfiltered truth and my unfiltered safe self out there. Um, and the reason why I was doing that, and I think the reason why we are all doing doing this sort of filtering is because unfiltered, it just feels unsafe. So the first big step for me was to really acknowledge that being 100% aligned with my soul actually felt unsafe. And one aspect of that is not just this whole fear around being rejected from people I care about deeply, but it is also because it inevitably means to tap into the unknown, which feels scary. And what I mean by that is that I think that our souls and the wisdom of our souls is so deep and so intense and so much bigger and wider and yeah deeper than we can possibly imagine it feels like there's always an aspect of it that is just unknown to us and it's like it's unknown territory I feel like I've like even though I've been doing this sort of soul-seeking work for such a long time now it feels like I'm still just scratching on the surface of my soul and it feels like the underlying wisdom and the underlying gifts and yeah the amazing knowledge and I don't know it's like it's unknown isn't it there is like a territory there which I still haven't discovered about myself and I think the reason why that feels so scary is because literally everything is connected to that soul truth and to that soul self so it's our businesses, it's our relationships, it's literally what we do every day, our beliefs, how we see the world, like absolutely everything is connected to this soul self and the soul truth. And the question that pops up is then, what if I find something in there, in my soul, that makes me realize that I am someone totally different, that I am Maybe that I have been lying to myself about certain things. Maybe that I actually long to do something totally different in my life. Maybe that there are certain things I just can't go back to my old me. I can't do it the old way anymore because I've outgrown that. And because my true reality, my soul truth actually requires me to do something different. And... That can feel really scary. So the fear of the unknown for me is really a fear of change. A fear of having to change something that from my perspective of now feels good and safe. So for example, there was a time I don't feel like that anymore because I've truly, I think, I'm truly embracing the unknown now and I'm excited by it and I love the potential that lies in there. But when I started doing this work of soul seeking, I was really terrified to find out I had made mistakes in my life. I had done, gone down the wrong career route, which fair enough, I had. Um, so that all adjusted itself and it is still in the process of adjusting itself. 
But for example, I was really scared that maybe my relationships might break up, you know, that things might fall apart there. And that also happened in a way because I have certainly lost touch with people who have not been a match for the truer and fuller version of myself that I'm sort of uncovering day by day by day. But I have also realized through that process that becoming more of myself has actually strengthened the relationships that are truly meaningful for me. So it was a beautiful filter and the thing I was scared of was actually actually a gift, actually a blessing. So, but let me get over the one mistake that I really made on this journey. And I think it was a mistake that came from a place of fear as well. And that was believing that I had arrived. Or I don't think I ever fully believed that. Because I think at the core of myself, I knew it wasn't true. But I have certainly tried to convince myself that I had arrived. So, and what that did was that it gave me a sense of safety because it felt like, oh, here we've got the certainty of who I am now. But what it also did was that it blocked new layers of self to come through. And why did I make this this mistake? It was really... Because I try to reintroduce the sense of safety and certainty, I really felt like I needed to, yeah, to tell myself that I have arrived to make my body feel safe, to give myself a sense of security. Because behind it was like this belief of mine that I had that I would actually break into pieces if I didn't have that security if I didn't have a clear plan, if I didn't know exactly where I was about to go, what I was supposed to do, and surrendering to the unknown of my soul, the unknown territories of my truth, represented that fear. So even though I wanted to get to know every single bit of my soul, I still kind of chickened out in a way, unconsciously, like blocked myself from it, because I just couldn't handle this idea of and yeah, not feeling safe, of losing my sense of security. And I really found that the key to unfiltering soul thereby becomes the how we can deal with this feeling of loss of security as we're on the journey of unfiltering and how we can give our body the sense of security that it needs because I really believe that it is the body that truly needs this feeling of safety the body and the mind that they both need it so much because that's what they are made for right that's what our mind our brain is made to make us feel safe in a way, isn't it? It's like to protect us. It's like the fears, they're here to protect us. So the question is, how can we make our body feel safe while allowing to step into the unknown and surrender to not knowing where the journey of soul searching could lead? Because this not knowing is perceived as danger in our body. And 
I think there is one major tip which I guess you've probably heard before because it's just everywhere but I knew it for a long time but it actually took me years to really understand it and that is this <laughs> this idea when people tell you to just be present so really this idea of being in the now and feeling that in the now you are safe as a method to get back to this feeling of groundedness and safety within your body to calm down the body and to really make the body and the mind realize that they are okay right now so it is a very standard mindfulness exercise to focus on yourself in the here and now but I have actually never understood what that meant for me and how I can actually go about it so that it works because what happened for me that after a second or two I'd be off again in my worries off again in my fears negative predictions of the future that kind of thing and it would feel too real to escape it and when I was doing therapy a few years ago that was one of the main things that kept popping up when we were talking about how to make myself feel more safe in the moment because I felt so unsafe I always told my therapist that this whole thing feels too real I can't escape it I can't get out of it I can't just pretend it's not there because my body does not compute that my fears are just negative predictions of the future because my body thinks this is real, this is reality, this is right now happening, I am in danger. And a few years down the line, now I have realized the mistake that I was making when I was trying to do this exercise of focusing on the here and now. And what I try to do is that I always try to pull everything into the present moment at once. Absolutely everything. Which led to an inability to move. It's like, because when you try to pull everything of who you are 100% into the present moment, it basically shuts you down, I believe, because how I interpreted it at the time was that I needed to stop all of my thoughts, put a pause on all of my emotions and in order to be fully present in the here and now I would also basically have to stop moving completely because as soon as I would move a tiny bit, like move my body, I would lose the connection again and that obviously never lasted long. It was also my attempts at meditation back then which failed. And I think it is almost like a feeling of collapsing into pure form, collapsing into pure matter in the moment and almost like trying to deny the living nature of who I was. 
simply denying that I was a living, moving human being that cannot just stop. So the mistake that I didn't know at the time I was making was that I was trying to shut down most of my dimensional lenses. I was really operating from a place of duality where either I would be grounded into the earth, into the now, anchored in my body, or I would be running those higher dimensional lenses and being in my thoughts, my mind, ideas, all of those things. So it almost felt to me like either I'm going to have to basically shut most of me down and become a rock, become a stone or something, or I would completely lose touch with this grounding aspect and like float somewhere with my head in the clouds. But I didn't realize that I can ground into the earth, into the now and anchor my body while at the same time run accelerations in the higher dimensions and be active in my mind, be active with my ideas and be active in, in, my, in my spiritual body. So I really realized that I can be here and now with my body, sensing the safety of the present moment, while at the same time unraveling potential and explore the unknown, and therefore the somewhat unsettling aspects of soul, the universe, etc. So I really learned that there is no need to decide on either one. The point is to return to our energetic axis and become so grounded and have all of these dimensional lenses running at the same time. And the thing with the dimensional lenses, I guess you can view it as well from this perspective of, of chakras. Um, and if you see it from the perspective of chakras, just for, for like understanding to make a bit clearer what I mean, is that um, being in the now felt to me like I would have to like close down all of my chakras apart from the root chakra. Or on the other way around, it would be like, I basically don't have any of the lower chakras running and can only be like third eye crown and that's it. So it never, it never occurred to me that I could combine everything. And at the time I didn't know anything about chakras or dimensional lenses or anything like that. So I didn't really realize what I was doing wrong, kind of. But looking back, it really feels like that that is kind of the key. And the I remember the day when I discovered that in a way, where for the first time I actually felt so relaxed, so safe and so grounded in my body. And at the same time, I realized that I could still think about things that felt a bit scary, um, about potential, about the unknown, about where I might go, where where I don't know yet and things that would usually feel quite unsettling and it was such an amazing experience to go like oh wow I can actually run all of this at the same time this is cool <laughs> I really love that 
So let's get back to the journey of unfiltering and surrendering to the unknown of soul. I think the journey of that to me is like peeling an onion kind of. So you remove a layer and then you remove another one and you get closer and closer and closer. And often I think is you expect that at some point these layers would have to stop, but they just don't. And that's also the exciting thing about this, that you keep traveling deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just so much fun. So it's a bit like a spiral, like you spiral closer. And there's an analogy that I really like, which is the idea of planets. So imagine your soul core is the gravitational center and yours orbiting around that. And the conditioning as you can see those as additional forces that pull you into other directions, that kind of pull you away from this gravitational center of your soul core. So you're still circling around it, but when you're not aware and of the distractions and when you don't clear them, you might be gravitating a bit further away over time, or you might simply not move and you stay at the same distance. But the more we begin to clear things in our energy fields, the more Akashic records we collapse, the more emotions we pull out, the more ancestral healing we do, and all of those things, the more we clear our energy field and clear ourselves of the conditioning and the expectations and all the things I've been talking about earlier that make up the filtering of soul. The more we do that, the closer we get because there are less forces pulling on us from the outside. We get closer and closer and closer to the one pull that is always there. And the beautiful thing about that always being there as this gravitational center that's just not movable, not destroyable, that creates safety for me because I know I can 100% trust the core of my soul. I cannot destroy it. It is always there. And that connects to this idea that what is true will always rebuild. So when I clear things, when I get rid of things, when I let go of stuff, I know that what is true to my soul, that will always come back that will always rebuild because the gravitational center of who I am of my soul will always pull that towards it again so I am safe so even when we let go of these additional forces that we have been so used to that have kept us in a certain orbit that felt safe we can learn how to trust that gravitational center of who we are, that which we could always sense existed, even when we don't know 100% what it is yet. And I think that is the beauty of it. That really is the beauty of it. <sighs> so I think I have said enough for today for this episode. 
I really want to leave you with this connection to that gravitational center of your soul truth and with this knowing that it is always there for you even when you happen to gravitate a bit further away from it when something pulls you away or also when you feel like you're just not 100% there yet and you can't quite tell yet what it actually is how it looks like when it is very unknown to you you can still trust it because it is always there it cannot be destroyed it is yeah the most trustworthy thing of all things to me so I really hope that you have found some inspiration in this episode and I would very much love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts around unfiltering your soul, your experiences of it, how your journey has been going, how your unfiltering journey has looked like so far. So if you would like to share that with me, I would love that. You can find me on Instagram at the weaver's kinship and you can find me online on my website on theweaverskinship.com i can't wait to hear from you and if you would like to explore your own journey of unfiltering and work on your unfiltering for yourself together with a guide i am here for you you can book one-on-one -on -one sessions with me you can also find that on my website And I would absolutely love to be the witness of your unfiltering journey. And now that's it from me today. Until the next episode, I'm sending you so much love.